Hello, one more time, and a warm welcome to FIFAT for Fitness, the podcast that helps you to understand how we can apply exercise as medicine to help us heal or manage some disease and age-related disabilities so that we can be independent, we can function um, independently, we can live longer, we will spend less on our health, reduce our health care costs, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, one, one, once again, welcome. My name is George Yamjanfi, and I'm always happy to come with you, come come to you with an offer these informations. information. So, one of the main things that keep people from exercising is death. There's been news of people dying while exercising, people having heart attacks and strokes while doing exercise or right after doing exercises and so on and so forth. So it makes it a higher risk for people, especially those who have been told that they have heart conditions. They they are asked to um, not do strenuous activities that's going to get their heart to pump too fast and so on. This is what I want to say about that. Whatever condition that you are having right now, there is an amount of physical activity that is that can be enough for you to do, right? And then, not just just doing it and being able to do it and enjoy doing it, but it also has the ability to get you better, whatever condition that you have, you are in, whatever heart condition, whatever condition. Okay? The fact that exercise has a positive effect on what we call all-cause mortality, research shows that it has a positive effect on anything that can cause you to die whatever all right so some exercise is always needed all right i'll talk more about it on in the when in later sessions now there are uh, there's another kind of fear the fear of injury all right. the second fear is more of injury now i am getting old when I go to play game, when I get injured, who is going to take care? I can't go to work and so on and so forth. Injury. When I go to exercise, what if I break a bone? You know, fear of injury. Um, people are afraid that when they go to exercise, they get the muscle soreness. And that discomfort will make them perform less at work and that you know is dangerous might get them to lose their position you know people have such fears right again what i would say about this kind of fear is this that injuries yes are there still like 50 50 okay but then when you work you know what you are doing and then you work within your limits then your chances of getting injured is reduced okay so get to understand get to just start small and then gradually progress don't look to lose weight in three weeks lose weight in three months or things like that just be able to want to if it is working try to want to do more a little bit at a time if it is running try to do a few more two minutes three minutes more every week or every every month and so on and so forth it doesn't have to be wow. good job so it doesn't have to be too strenuous and difficult for you to do right and 
then when it comes to pains after exercise, we call it delayed onset muscle soreness. That um, phenomenon of getting very painful, you know, get feeling a lot of pain in your body after a day or a few hours after exercising, okay, has to do with you overworking. Okay, you don't want to overwork if you are overworking if you are working with the no pain no gain concept you are going to have the domes or the delayed onset muscles on this. after a few hours after your exercise you are going to feel a lot sore tightness and on you know difficulty in movement if you do too much right so you want to look to do you know a little bit but just try to get a little bit away from your comfort zone now and then right when you have time to rest so towards the weekends you can do uh, maybe on, on a third on a friday you can, you can do some activities because saturdays you can rest and sunday too you can rest so you, on fridays you can do heavy activities run more do more um intensive activities on friday evenings so saturday sundays you are you know you have time to rest you see so you can with this you shouldn't just sit and say that i'm afraid of getting injured or lack you know you know so i hope this helps now some people also say that the gyms there are no trainers there's no gym around and the gym is far away and so on and so forth now to this this is what i say it's not about having a gym around actually it's yesterday i met someone yesterday i met someone who said that oh i want to i'm looking for a gym around my area but i cannot find one okay and this is what i told him but you don't need a gym your body is a gym on its own and so you have to learn to use your body to do what you want to do to, to bend the belly fat you want but then the belly bending belly fat doesn't have to be through exercise alone but cutting down your calories so you really don't need a gym you need to now the internet is around and you need you can find a lot of information and then come back to listen to more all right and and, and get a lot of ideas on how to do simple things go for riding do walking uh, go for swimming just try to find some few activities to do and get better at them do some push-ups get better at doing push-ups get better at doing squats get some kettlebells get better when doing swings you know learn to progress yourself in the kettlebell concept learn to progress yourself in barbell in anything okay get a few because you can buy a few put them in your corner once a while when you are ready you use them so a gym not having it you can create a whole small gym with two tools jump ropes kettlebells a mat and your body is a gym on its own. You just have to learn those exercises you can do to strengthen your upper body, your midsection, your legs. And how to combine the concepts like high intensity interval training that you can use to combine these activities, you know, to bend the fat you want, to increase your endurance, to get you flexible and so on and so forth. Learn yoga, you know, do things, get some get some battle ropes and so on and so forth. Create a gym on your own and learn to use your body as a gym. So that is the third, um, my take on the third kind of, there's no gym, that reason for not exercising. 
Some people say they don't know what to do, but that's what I have said earlier on. The internet is available and you can use um, it to find a lot of knowledge that you need. Now, the last one I want to talk about, which is quite elaborate, and I saved it for the last because it's very important, is some people think that they do not need exercise. Why? Look at my weight. I am not overweight. So why do I need it? I don't need exercise. Oh, right. I'm not fat. Exercise is for fat people. Okay, the doctor hasn't said that I need exercise. My blood pressure and things like that. Sometimes they even don't know whether their blood pressure or sugar levels are good, okay? They don't know the, the blood lipid levels um, and so on and so forth. Still, they are not exercising because the weight is okay. They've drunk certain things and they've lost weight. And so they don't need exercising, right? Um, once again, what I want to say about this one, probably I've said this countless times on my other podcasts you really need exercises and the best one is to prevent diseases alright now there are three stages of preventing diseases okay um, there is the stage one prevention stage two prevention stage three prevention when it comes to what we call non-communicable diseases that is the diseases these are the diseases that are not transferable from one person to the other they are not caused by pathogens okay they they are mainly lifestyle related diseases see? so these non-communicable diseases if you want to prevent them we have three stages the first stage is when you don't show any signs of having having those diseases so the first one is like diabetes hypertension and, and so on so let's say let's take diabetes and hypertension so when you are not diabetic then it means that your sugar level sorry the first stage of preventing diabetes is more like you are young you it's for the group of people who are young and they don't show any sign of uh, bad blood sugar or bad lipid level or uh, hypertension their numbers are good all right so that's for stage one the stage two are when their blood pressure the numbers are showing that they are getting close to having hypertension that's when your, your blood pressure is now above 120, 140, 80, and 120, 80 and above, right? At this point, you need some exercise so that you can you can reverse that progression where you are going towards getting hypertensive, prehypertensive, right? So exercise is necessary for people who are prehypertensive numbers show that they might get hypertension in a few years if what is going on continues right and then when you have hypertension you still need exercises to reduce your numbers to enhance circulation and make your heart beat better and make and then as you eat you you need nutritious food to to supply to your system but you also have to also learn to breathe in hypertension you have to learn to breathe properly you know so you need that form of exercise that's the third stage of prevention when you have it and you need exercise to manage it 
okay or totally get out of the that disease state right so we need exercise in all the three stages the first stage when you are young and you don't have show any signs um the sugar level is good your blood lipid level is good your habit your, your blood pressure is also like a child's hypertension <laughs> like a child's blood pressure and so on you need exercise so that they can stay like that okay if your weight is not too much you need exercise so you can stay like that for a long period because by all means as you get older all diseases are going to show up because that's the natural progression you're going to get more fatty okay you may not look big but your body's percentage fat percentage will have gone up because that's the natural progression you will get weaker you will still be eating and you will get slower and, and your, your muscles because your muscles are degenerating you get slower and so you pile up some fat so you need exercise to maintain your muscle mass so that they can eat up your food it can help you maintain a good fat mass you see so not weighing too much is not a reason not to exercise right. you can weigh you can be underweight you can have a normal weight and be over fat because the amount of fat in your body is if you're a woman is more than 15 percent okay or the fat if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a man is more than 13 percent of your body weight you know so you can't just sit, stand on a scale and say because my BMI is good, so I don't need to exercise. If your BMI is good, you want to know whether your blood pressure is good, you want to know whether your um, 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 sugar sugar level is good, your tolerance sugar, your glucose tolerance is good. You want to know whether your lipid level, okay, not just the lipid level, but the good ones, the bad lipids, have a good profile. See, so exercise. Is always always important so I've talked about sarcopenia or the degeneration of muscles and then bones you see so as we grow if we are not exercising our bones get thinner and fragile with a little fall then the bones break immediately your bone break then your movement reduces and when your movement reduces you find out that you start gaining fat because you are eating become more stressful because you can't do the things you have to do so you realize that just one little fall and breaking your bone is going to alter your whole life and you might die prematurely because you're going to gain weight when you gain weight you're going to have diabetes and hypertension and all these things are going to kill you earlier than if you hadn't broken your bones that is why it's important that we have to encourage kids to grow to to exercise during childhood know doing the thumping jumping and falling down and coming up climbing you know in order to have strong bones aside that we have to be feeding them with minerals enough minerals and then as we grow to we lose mass uh, mineral mineral minerals so we have to replace them especially when you are eating you are not eating on point um, your, 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 your food does not contain iron and all those vegetables that give you minerals then you need to supplement them so that you can have um, more bone, bone density to help strengthen your bone especially women because of their bleeding they lose a lot of minerals and so they need to replace them with supplements healthier supplements or just eat eat with 
eat well, eat well means. Again, the last part is also for you to say. I have said, if you are 35, you have to exercise. And I've said, I have made a podcast on six reasons why you should exercise if you are around about 35. So you may want to check that out and if you have not listened to it already. But here have been the few things that keep people from exercising and why I think the reasons, the sense behind um, that fear. Right? Usually they have fears. And fears are sometimes imaginary. Alright, so then go beyond your fears. I have just provided a few information to help you bust through those fears and get your ass up to coach. Or get your ass get get yourself up and, and move it and get your heart pumping and your skin sweating so you can get healthier and more productive. Please share this. If it's a cold, yeah. Share.